Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot! And the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. Hello and welcome in. Wednesday edition of the program. Glad to have you with us. And right here at the top of the show, let me remind you, we have a quick show today. We are only on for about 30 minutes today. We'll have two segments because of Louisville Bats, a day game coming up. Pre-game coverage for that will begin just after we go off the air. So a abbreviated show today. Still glad to be with you because in the time of year we're in right now, There is just plenty of stuff to get to each and every day here on the program. So thank you so much for being with us. Let's quickly look at the show lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Segment one here in just a moment, we'll have our Hoosier headlines, a summary of the day's top IU and Southern Indiana sports news. And about all we really have time to get to today is the official release of the Big Ten Conference schedule yesterday right when we signed off the air. We now have a look at all the dates and the layout of the Big Ten games, that side of Indiana's schedule. And overall, I thought a very fair schedule. There's a couple stretches that I'll mention here in just a moment that I think are going to be extremely tough for this Indiana team, but we'll go through that. And then a few recruiting notes as Mike Woodson and I think the entire coaching staff hitting the road together today to stay in state and go down to Heritage Hills to see Trent Sisley, who we talked a lot about yesterday on the show. So we'll cover recruiting stuff in this opening segment as well. Later today, Dustin Dopirak, who's always with us on Wednesdays, he's going to join us just a little bit early today and get in some IU basketball talk and probably hit on IU football, the Akron game with Dustin as long as we have time. That's the lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Why not try Honey Baked Ham today for a delicious lunch? They've got great sandwiches, salads, and soups that are made fresh daily. They will surely satisfy any craving you may have. You might even find something else to take home as they have a variety of dinner packages. Give Honey Baked Ham in New Albany a try. I think you'll be glad that you did. Let's get into these headlines today here in this abbreviated stretch of the program for Indiana. Uh, Their Big Ten home games, or I guess I should say to start the season, it'll be the Big Ten season, it'll be a home game. Indiana will open Big Ten play pretty early, December 1st against Maryland, and then they will go on the road for their second game, a December 5th game at Michigan. And a couple stretches of this schedule that stood out to me in early December, obviously you open with the Maryland game, you've got Michigan on the road, then Indiana will go to Auburn to play, uh, obviously Auburn down in Atlanta, and uh, then a home game against Kansas. So you've got 
Michigan, Auburn, and Kansas back-to-back-to-back. That's quite a stretch for this Indiana team. At that point, Indiana will have already played either Connecticut and Louisville or Texas by that point. So those will be good barometer games early on to say, okay, here's where this team's at, and maybe here's what this team could be. We'll get to see the good, the bad, and potentially the ugly in those New York City games. But uh, that stretch with Michigan, Auburn, and Kansas, it will be interesting as well. There also is a tough stretch in the Big Ten portion only of the schedule in mid-January. Indiana plays at home on January 16th against rival Purdue. Then they go on the road and take on Wisconsin and Illinois back-to-back. So you go from a really good Purdue team in Assembly Hall to a tough place to play for the Hoosiers. And Wisconsin should be a lot better than they were a year ago. And then, of course, Illinois expected to be one of the top teams in the Big Ten tournament as well. So we now know the full layout of the schedule. Those are a couple stretches that stand out to me. That early December stretch, that mid-January all-Big Ten stretch of games that will be really interesting to see how this team finishes. And of course, looking at the the close, I always like to look at the close to the conference. So we'll look at the March games. In March, getting ready for the Big Ten tournament. And you know, if you're an Indiana fan or you cover this team, you know how important the last couple weeks of the season have been the last few years, really the last number of years as far as back against the wall, NCAA tournament hopes, trying to get eligible, trying to put themselves in a position where Success or lack thereof in the Big Ten tournament doesn't hurt their chances to get a March Madness opportunity. Those last few games, those last couple weeks of the season can be very, very important in the competitive Big Ten conference. So who does Indiana have in that last stretch? They open up the month of March with Maryland on the road. They also will take on Minnesota on the road, and then they close out regular season play with a March 10th Senior Day, I'm sure, finale against Michigan State at Assembly Hall. So those are the last three games of the season, the last week and a half of the regular season before the Big Ten tournament gets underway. Uh, but that's that's some important, I think, three important pieces of the schedule to identify and to talk about a little bit as we sit here in late September getting ready for October and the start of the season. Obviously, Indiana's first exhibition game actually in the October portion of the calendar. Indiana will take on University of Indianapolis on October 29th. They'll come right back on November 3rd in another exhibition game against Marion. And then, of course, the regular season opener for Indiana. It's a home game on November 7th with Florida Gulf Coast coming to town. So, And then again, of course, Army, November 12th, Wright State, November 16th, and then November 19th and 20th, it's big boy ball. That's for sure. The Empire Classic in New York City, Indiana, will open that four-team tournament with Connecticut. If they win or lose, they'll move on to take either Texas or Louisville, whoever either wins or loses that second semifinal game. But fun to look at the full schedule. We know everything now other than some times and 
television designations, but uh, definitely a, a quite a seg- schedule, quite a situation for this Indiana basketball team this upcoming year. Also, I mentioned Mike Woodson and his staff are expected to be down at Heritage Hills High School to our west today uh, to visit Trent Sicily for an open gym and early practice by the Patriots. Sicily has a scholarship offer. He's long had one by Indiana from Indiana, and he's got basically interest from the great majority of the Big Ten Conference. He's got a lot of offers, a lot of schools that have been in, Michigan State, Purdue, Iowa, others from the Big Ten have already been in even this week. And I'm sure that with Coach Woodson there today, there'll be other guys coming in on this Wednesday as well. But uh, definitely uh, some real interest for him. And as he gets ready to begin a big junior season of high school basketball, Coach Woodson and the staff going to check in on him one more time. A couple other recruiting notes. I saw that Curtis Gibbons third, who was at IU a couple weeks ago, he's got an official visit set this weekend to Memphis. So we'll see how that plays out. And then uh, also Derek Queen, it looks like he has added a visit for LSU this weekend. Of course, Maryland very involved uh, for uh, Queen, as is Indiana and Kansas. Uh, It looks like his uh, timetable to make a decision will not happen until later this fall. But a couple of those key Montverde guys, we mentioned Liam McNeely yesterday who canceled his visit to Texas coming up later in the month. We think he's very close to a decision. It looks like Queen still a ways off, and Givens, both of those guys, uh, scheduling even additional official visits at this point in the recruiting process. So we'll keep an eye on those two guys for sure, but uh, definitely a busy time when it comes to recruiting, as you expect here during the college football season. We'll head to a quick commercial break. A reminder, this is an abbreviated show today. We've got Dustin Dopirak coming up in segment two, and uh, then we've got a Louisville Bats game. If you're listening live on the Big X, we'll step aside around 11.30 and get you to the pregame coverage for a day game. I think it's the final home series for the Bats as the minor league, the AAA season, slowly beginning at least the regular season to come to a close. We'll head to a break. Dustin Dopirak of the Indianapolis Star is next. Stay with us. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You it up to begin with. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. Now, back to the game. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back on this Wednesday edition of the program. Don't forget, short show today, but the Thornton's text line still open. That number, 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. Dustin Dopirak of the Indianapolis Star with us Wednesdays on the show. Dustin, thanks for coming on a little early today to help with our shorter program. The Big Ten schedule out yesterday. We now know the Hoosiers draw who they'll play, and the order the games will take place. What's your reaction to IU's Big Ten pairings, Big Ten situation for this year? I mean, I think, um, 
What is, what is, what are, is my take? I didn't, I didn't have necessarily an established one. I mean, I, I think we, we had a sense already of sort of, you know, who they were going to get, when they were going to get him, uh, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it, 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 I think it's more or less, um, you know, beneficial. Uh, I think there, there are some teams they don't have to play twice that you're happy to avoid. I mean, I think they've only got Michigan State once. I think that's the, end, the, uh, the last game of the season. I mean, obviously that's a tough one to finish up right before you're heading into Big Ten. Uh, but you don't have to deal with those guys before. Um, I think you've got, you know, I think I'm only seeing an Illinois once on here. I mean, there's, there's, um, you know, it, it, I think it ends up shaping up for them reasonably well. You get Maryland and Michigan that in between, and you know that kind of uh, packs up your November a lot. But that's kind of becoming, uh, you know, pretty typical. I think for for IU, they end up get, you know, end up stacking a bunch of tough November games when you add the Big Ten. Uh, you know, early season games onto it. Um, I'm trying to think what Maryland's going to have. Obviously, you're expecting Michigan to still be pretty decent, even though they lose Dickinson and some, and some other guys. Um, you know, I it doesn't. Really, I guess the thing is, it doesn't really strike me either way as being you know particularly difficult or particularly easy. Um, but I, you know, it, it there, there's a couple spots where you look like you're in pretty good shape here. Obviously, you know, Penn State's probably going to lose some people, and uh, you know, loses Michael Shrewsbury, the coach. So they're probably going to be a little more gettable. You get them twice. Uh, you've got Minnesota, who's still, you know, in rebuilding mode. You get those guys twice, but you got Nebraska twice. Uh, you know, that makes for some winnable games. I think you've obviously got a, a Wisconsin-Madison trip in there. You've got to deal with all the time. And, you know, that's going to be a pain. But I think more or less, uh, it, it, you know, it, it plays out, you know, pretty reasonably for them. And I don't think you look at anything in, it, on this list and see something that's particularly brutal. Uh, it's a, I think it's a little bit of a tough finish. Like I said, Michigan State um, on March 10th, I think, Purdue's right before that. No, actually, Minnesota and Maryland before that. So, you know, like I said, I think it uh, it plays out reasonably well. I don't see two Wisconsin games on here. And, you know, one of those is going to be difficult when you got to go to Madison. But more or less, I don't think they – uh, I don't think they got any kind of bad draw here. And I think for a team that's still figuring out who it's going to be, uh, it, it it helps more than it hurts. I think that there's there's opportunities for some wins there uh, and, and an opportunity to at least get yourself in the middle of the pack in the Big Ten. Dustin Dopierak, the Indianapolis Star, talking – I use Big Ten schedule yesterday. You know, there's a stretch in January, and I mentioned this in the first segment today, but it starts with a home game against Purdue. Then Indiana goes on the road to Wisconsin, and we know how tough the Kohl Center has been. Then a game with Illinois, followed by a home game, I believe it is, with Iowa. That, to me, is the tough stretch of January, uh, depending on how the Hoosiers do before that stretch and obviously how they do after that stretch will determine some things, but that is a really tough go of it when you look at Big Ten basketball. It's fun, Dustin, I guess, to break this stuff down and to talk about it, but you know, you kind of did a good job tempering some of this discussion. Uh, every team in the Big Ten conference at every conference across the country could pick out a tough stretch. Everybody has one, especially these high major conferences that are packed with good programs and talented players and coaches, just kind of par for the course. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and, and again, just so often anymore, especially with the transfer portal, you're figuring out who these teams are going to be uh, in the course of the season. You know, basically, like, you, you don't really know right now, but I think everybody knows Purdue and Michigan State are going to be good. You know, after that, uh, how do you feel? I mean, I'm looking at one list right now that's got Illinois after that um, and uh, Maryland after that. And, and, like, you know, you just don't know. You, you don't know who's going to end up being tough. I mean, you, you look, you're going to relook at this in February and say this is a totally different ballgame. You're going to reconsider this kind of all of the preconceived notions about who's good and who's not. 
you know, somebody rises up, somebody doesn't, somebody doesn't fall off as much as you expect it to. Uh, you know, maybe losses don't turn into as big of an issue. Maybe somebody that they get to the portal or a freshman ends up being better than you think. Um, so, I mean, everybody's got to play everybody. You know, not everybody, but you know, you're, you're going to have some short, small differences in the skin schedule, especially as the league get, gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, but no, I mean, like, you know, like I said, I, I just don't, I just don't look at this and think that there's a brutal part. part. But I mean, there are some. Um, I'm looking at Illinois' roster and getting a better sense of who they're going to be, and that's a little bit more difficult one than I kind of realized Maryland too as well. But uh, you know, again, I, I don't think it's overwhelming, and you know, I, I think again we're going to find out, you know, somewhere in January, you know, how good these teams really are. Yeah, absolutely. Dustin Dopierak with me here on this Wednesday show, an abbreviated show. We go off around 11:30 today in advance of a pregame coverage for the Louisville Bats game. Dustin, recruiting for just a moment. Liam McNeely canceled his Texas visit. We discussed this a lot yesterday here on the show. Um, a lot of other official visits still to come for Indiana and by the targets Indiana's tracking. They're going to check out other schools as well. McNeely, do you have a feel on that recruitment now that his Texas visit is off? I mean, obviously... You, you got to feel good about the fact that you're down to the final two. Um, and I, obviously, I think they've just been in with him the entire time. You know, they're in a good place. I mean, obviously, again, Kansas is one of those teams that it's really tough to recruit against. Uh, at this point, obviously, they're still one of the most powerful programs uh, in the country. You know, like any year, they're top five. I mean, like over the course of maybe the past five years, they, they might be the most powerful program there is. Um, you know, them, Duke, you know, North Carolina, that's, that's about what you're dealing with. So, you know, that's not easy. That's not an easy place to be. That's who you're recru- recruiting against um, for someone like this. But, you know, they've been in the entire time. And, again, you know, I, I think the inroads they made with Montverde last year, bringing in Jalen Huchifino and turning him around into an NBA player in a year, uh, really helps. Uh, I think McNeely's the type of player that they needed for a long time. They've been all out on this recruitment uh, from the beginning. You know, obviously, again, they're in good shape. You keep shaving it down and shaving it down his options, and Indiana keeps being there. Again, not an easy competition, not an easy team to fight with, um, but still in, the, still in a really good position. You know, like if you get Texas out of there, that's it, basically the fewer and fewer teams you're dealing with, the better off you are. Um, but, you know, again, the fact that Kansas is one of them still makes it tough, but, I mean, you've you got to think Indiana has put its best foot forward. If they miss, they lose to Kansas. Obviously, there's no shame in that. You certainly don't want to lose a player like that, but it seems like they've done everything they can to put themselves in the best possible position. All right, Dustin Dopierak, he's with us Wednesdays on the show. Shorter segment than normal today. Dustin, always great to have you with us. Thanks for adjusting things, and we'll catch up with you next week. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. All right, Dustin Dopierak with us on this Wednesday edition of the show at least getting to go through the Big Ten schedule and also talking about a uh, little recruiting here today on the show. I meant to d- ask Dustin his IU football thoughts here as we head into a game against Akron coming up on Saturday. Uh, but I think the biggest storyline, at least I think Coach Allen hopes, uh, is the New Jerseys uh, that are getting some positives and some negative remarks from fans, the all-black uniforms basically for the Hoosiers this weekend uh, because Indiana at least as far as a must-win game and the level of an opponent that Akron is they really need to get it done against uh, Akron coming up on Saturday one other note as well I don't know if you guys have been I, I, I actually I do know a lot of you have been caught up in coach prime Deion Sanders the coach of Colorado uh, I probably have watched as much IU and Colorado football um, 
more than any other total college football games combined so far this season, and that very likely is the case for some of you as well. Uh, try to watch the locals, or at least keep an eye on the locals, Indiana, Louisville, Purdue, Kentucky. Uh, but Colorado, it's amazing. And I saw a, a tweet out there uh, earlier today from Eric Crawford of WDRB at 2.15 a.m. Eastern time. This would have been Sunday morning. Colorado versus Colorado State still had 8.2 million viewers watching last weekend. That is unbelievable. The 2 a.m. hour audience was bigger than every non-sports primetime show on TV last weekend, except for one, 60 Minutes, which, by the way, it also featured Deion Sanders on 60 Minutes this past week. So amazing what Deion Sanders is doing for college football and the excitement he has created in the Colorado program to look at the stands at these home games not only are they sold out and making good money, which was not the case a year ago, but the fans are into it. It almost has the environment, the feel of a SEC big rivalry type game. So I think it's very interesting to watch. And I know Colorado has some extremely tough competition coming up. So I don't know how many more wins or what their final total will look like, but I would not count out uh, Coach Prime. He's got a way with words and a way with motivation. He's got some talented sons on that team, other talented players as well. I think it's going to be really interesting to watch what he does at Colorado, how long he's there, what success they have, and just how things play out because he definitely has all of the attention right now in the college football world, that is for sure. All right, quick show. Great to chat with you at least briefly here on Wednesday. We've got Bats Baseball, a day game coming up here in just a bit, and the pregame coverage is just really minutes away with Nick Curran and the crew here on the Big X. And, of course, if you missed a live show with us each day, you can always find us as a podcast. All you got to do is search for the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison, and you'll find us there. And we'll be back Thursday. We'll be back Friday as well with full shows, one-hour shows for you coming up Thursday and Friday of the week. Have a great Wednesday. Enjoy some Bats baseball here on the Big X. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Mm-hmm.